Going to CES without me. Uh, it's not that he didn't go to CES without me. He took my stupid plane ticket. I'm going to murder that punk. I'm going to murder that stupid gaming show. I'm on the gadget show! And the gaming guy takes my ticket. I paid $200 for that ticket. He owes me 200 bucks. Plus, he owes me more pizza. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll count some pizza into him for that. All right. All right. Studio, studio. Ryan doesn't let me touch the studio very often. Um, this thing goes on. Um, okay, good. Here's his uh, Skype computer. Skype, Skype, Skype. The designated Skype computer. Where's the stupid launcher for it? Holy crap. There we go. There we go. Skyping. Uh, good. Whoa, whoa, okay. So he's even online. All right, Ryan's online, hailing all frequencies to tell him to kill that buck for me, because he took my plane ticket. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how is CES? Oh, it's there? it's it's great. You know, I'm down here in the um, I don't even know what floor this is, but I'm I'm down here. Yeah, this is this is a lot of fun. Really? Yeah. Where where is he? That's not creating that. Who? That buck-faced weasel! Ian? Yeah! Um, yeah, well, he's over at uh, Microsoft's booth over there, and I, I, I'm busy, so I didn't go. What are you doing? What, what's more important than harassing Microsoft employees? It's always been our pastime. Me and you always harass the Microsoft employees. I can't believe you went without me! Well, I wanted lunch. That's not an excuse! You wanted lunch? Why did you not take me with you? Please. I had $200 down on that ticket, plus the, con- the others from you. Um, so... Honestly, I told you what time we were leaving. We yes. were leaving yes. at six thirty on I Tuesday. Six thirty on Tuesday, I, I did, and I showed up at like six forty-five. And we had left. I noticed the plane leaves on time. No, it doesn't. Except that it does. The plane never leaves on time. I, I was here. How, how you, you weren't carrying a briefcase into it. Obviously, it would leave in time then. I would have had so many luggages. Going to see yes. Yeah, well, I'm getting my a, money back from that buck. Well, yeah, free. you could totally do that. Yeah, that's that's his and problem. pizza damages. You can extort him all you want. Is he? Besides, I can barely hear you. Where are you again? I I, I don't even know. Floor the Wi-Fi here is atrocious. Yeah, you just kind of cut out. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know. You know, you know what though? We should do a show. Um, I'm gonna call you back in a few minutes, and, and then we'll do a show. Uh, right. Hopefully I'll get I a hope better. You get a better room. I, I I hope I get a better connection. But you know, honestly, I doubt I will. There are literally thousands of people here, and everybody's on Wi-Fi and on 4G. So I really have no option. That's too bad. Either way, uh, your dog does not like me in your studio. Well, I, I you know what? The dog just wants y- you and it to be in the same place. That's what I would prefer. Well, I shut the door on it because I slammed it. Because I with that stupid black face weasel. Yeah. Well, when I see Ian when he gets back from Microsoft, booth, slap him for me. I, I won't do that, but I'll let it. I'll let him know that you uh, you called. How no, about tell that? him I called in an angry fashion. Yeah. Well, so um, angry. I'm just gonna finish make a my Twitter l- account called that or something. <laughs> I, I, I just know. I don't I don't know. Um. Yeah. Just tell him I hate him and do the reporting. I'm not here. Well, no, you are here. We're going to do the show. I'm going to call you back, and then I'm going to be getting... And I'm still in Minnesota doing the owl thing at a Skype computer without a webcam. Well, you know, if if I had enough bandwidth, I'd turn on the webcam for you, but I, I, it doesn't matter. But, you know, I saw some owls here at ZS, and I'll tell you about that. When I get back, I'm just going to go get lunch, and then I'm going to uh, call you back. Buck does not get to go on the show. Buck who? Owens! I don't know! The 
Eagle Face. You mean Ian? What show? This show. You don't let him be on it. No, this is the gadget show. It's no, nobody else. But why is he even in CES? Well, Vegas? we had to do a special. No, I didn't get to be part of it. The ga- the host of the gadget show doesn't get to be on the super special. You had to take him. Didn't get here. At 6.30. Buck happened to appear faster than I did? Yeah. Did you call him at like 6.29, like, get over here because Matt's not here and we could leave no, in three minutes? No, just for you. It was also on the calendar. Well, trap you, man! This is As an Exos, episode 58, Great Dried Mangoes, on Friday, January 11th, 2013. And now, with less audio. This episode of At the Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petchel. Hey, how's it going? Going good, how are you? I'm great. That's fantastic. Yeah. You still have winter break, right? Oh, yeah, this winter break is great. It's awesome. Yeah, I added some new features to the website while I was on break. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, you know what it is? Um, you look, added- look at the footer, don't talk to like you're, you're looking at me like you're waiting for me to respond, but you also said don't say anything. Yeah, I know. See, do you remember when you talked about in your computer science class what happens when your uh, kernel is waiting for a response from a command that's waiting for somebody to tell it to start? Well, speaking of which, I've been actually working on some threaded uh, programming oh, yeah, yeah, application things lately. And so the war game that I used to only have single threaded is now infinitely threaded, so it's really fun. That's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, have you tried passing an integer max spread? No, but I just thought, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be a revolutionary product if there were N games and I made N threads? That would be funny if you sent them both to negative one. Oh, oh man. Does that run? I don't think it would run. Because it would be, the loop wouldn't execute. Ah, crap. Well, turns out. Yeah. No, actually, no, it might infinite loop because zero would always be greater than negative one. Yeah, I suppose. You'd have to try it, I don't know. Is zero greater than negative one? Do you have to try it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so how was your week? Oh, it was pretty big. Um, How's work? Uh, haven't heard back yet. Mm. Um, actually, no, I did run into my boss, I think, Monday. Wait, wait, wait. You ran into your boss, but where did you run into your boss? Uh, the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah, it's normal. It's fine. TV's in fine. the middle of the night. That's fine. Like, three in the morning. That's fine. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's a closed area. It's warm. Yeah, because he was there. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so why was your week so big? Um, let's see. That was like trying to make my life sound interesting. Well, we went to a bunch of schools this week. Yeah, we did. That sounds really bad. Yeah. yeah. We, we um, went to schools. I shaved my head. And, um... Yeah, yeah that's, to, it. that's pretty much it. I went to Oakdale. Oh, it's in Oakdale. The gun store. Oh, which one? Uh, actually, that's a tire store. Oh, you need a tire? Uh, I, went to, no, I went to Fleet Farm because the tires on my van are leaking. And so as I was fixing my tires, I was just looking at um, guns because I was researching for the show later on. Oh, well, you know, they... Um, they don't sell super awesome scopes that are Wi-Fi generators. Fleet Farm has these really great dried mangoes. I was expecting to get a word pouch. Well, last time, oh. Like, oh, I was at Fleet Farm and they have amazing couches. They do have some nice furniture occasionally, uh, but they have these great dried mangoes that I enjoy. Mm. Yeah. Never saw mangoes in the store. She had a mango. Yes. How was it? Purple. Well, that was not a mango then. Plum, I don't know. Is it the same? Nope. Look at the horse statues while I was there. There's they have horse, horse statues? Yeah. For what purpose? They're huge. They sell horse material. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't a horse. No, it was very fiber elastic. Like, it was like a life-size horse. It was pretty big. I wanted to punch it. 
Or write it. I couldn't decide. Well, go find the wolf and write it. Whoever around the neighborhood. Oh, no, only Sam can do that. Yeah. Oh, we, that happened this week. Let's oh. talk about it. Oh, yeah, we should talk about it. Um, so, Sam's in Japan. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah, you, you, just, you just ruin the show however you want. Um, Sam Sam was uh, in Japan, but before he went to Japan, he played Dungeons & Dragons. I'm oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, I know you were slurping mm. with yourself. Continue. Um, we played Dungeons & Dragons, did we not? Um, what day was that? Was that Monday? Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, was Sunday? I'm not sure. Maybe it was Sunday. I think it was Sunday. Couldn't have been. Yes, it could have been. Yeah, I think it was Sunday. Odd day to play D and I thought so too because one typically does not do things on Sundays in anticipation for the day after, which is Monday. But none of us do anything anymore. Well, right. That's what I meant. Yeah, but uh, so no, we play D and D. You didn't like it. I mean, I didn't dislike it. I have my new dice app, which I'm going to review in a little bit. Oh, you're actually going to plug something this week. You see, you didn't put it in the show notes. I know because so I, did, I, I didn't. I didn't. No, I was going to do it. Oh. See, it's almost like you didn't prepare for this show. No, I don't. I don't do that anymore. You don't, you don't do that? I read all the show notes. I just start them. I don't put them in the show notes until I need them. It's mm, good. Because they probably always get outdated. Well, no. But like, sometimes sometimes that happens. But usually, the, the just in general, because I'm on my phone usually when I'm reading them, it's kind of hard to put them simultaneously into the show notes. Because on the phone, you can't put links in docs. Yeah, you tell me about it. I uh, almost exclusively use MacBook Airs. So do I. See what I did there? Yeah. Oh, that's all done. You know, actually, you know, it was CES this week. Yes, I know. Yeah. Oh, wait. I, see, uh, I don't yeah. know this whole character thing. Well, yeah, I heard CES yeah. happened from Minnesota in Minnesota. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, it, I, what I'm looking for is a new laptop. I heard. You yeah. want something that weighs as much as a MacBook Air, but it's a full-fledged PC. You know, it could weigh... With wait, a CD drive. It, it could weigh a little bit more. It could weigh 3.2 pounds. Okay. It, it could be... Um, I, I, I would take a heavier laptop for a larger screen... Okay. So, like, if it was a 15-inch, 14-inch, it'd be okay. Um, but I just need it to be much faster and have more memory. So, my pavilion isn't that much heavier. It's a lot thicker, but that, that, it's pretty have, light. No, it has to be thin and light. Thin and light. Well. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the computers they have at CES. Um, the Mac Pros are pretty light now. Um, no. Yeah. Which Mac Pro? The Mac Pros. Oh, MacBook Pro. MacBook Pro. Totally different. <laughs> Lead. Whoa. Just, like just like this big and like this big. Even taller. Oh, okay, this one. It's smaller. No, they're, they're, they're pretty the drive I know, fun. but so actually, so when the MacBook Air is closed, they're the like a little bit above the MacBook Air when it's closed. That's hateable. No, no. It's still see-through. No, actually, I didn't try that. Yeah, sure. See, I love when we, we, we got to go to the store to hold it up to the light like that. That, that would be the biggest troll. Well, so my dad gave me a bunch of flashlights for Christmas, so, yeah, I could do that. Benchmark it, and also flashlight it. Benchmark it with the new war game. So then you're going to have to install Java. Crap. Just, just I'm going to record it. Leave it on the... Uh, gonna go, I'm going to make it in C. Yeah, it's fine. You're not going to do it? No. What? I'm not going to code anything in C. What? Because oh, you don't have to do it for school anymore? No. You don't like I want to see you make an array list object thingamajig. In C. It's a piece of bloody cake. Yes, it is. I have all the source code. You can take it. You can do it. I'm not doing it. So you want me to rewrite your program in C? I will do that. No problem. Mm-hmm. I've been doing C all week long this week. Non-trivial. Well, I guess everything I have done this week is trivial. Well, what I mean is the code isn't just like, you know, something you put together. Yeah, you know, I have to weave it together with weaves. Like, do they even have classes in C? Well, I guess you could do it in C++. Ah, no, I don't use C++. You don't know that. No, I don't. What have I ever done C++? No, it's my preferred language. It's to you with my eyes. What? It's your preferred language? Yes, if I have to use C, I will not. I always use C++. Oh. 
No, you even knew C++. Literally, what is the difference between a struct and a class? Oh, wait, there isn't. Oh, I mean, there is, because you can't have functions and structs, but... Whenever you show me code, it's always in your little JavaScript or your Java. Well, I mean, I don't use C. It's a horrible language. Why would anybody ever want to use it? See, I have... Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, you know exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What is a lightning? Lightning? Like, yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I um, go out of order on purpose? Um, just reorder the show notes, so then, yes. Yeah. So, so wait, 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 tell me, which story... How about the one where um, C becomes more popular than Java? In oh, the hold, year on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, you gotta put your cursor there. So oh I'm... man, how did you do something with cursors? Yeah, so I can reorder them. Yeah, well, you, you see why I can't reorder things? I don't even see your cursor. Yeah, I don't have it set yet. I'm, I'm looking for the show. Well, see, I put these in on Monday. See, I actually put shows in there. Oh, found it. Okay, good. I get... <laughs> there, I'm happy. Alright, so, turns out, in the year 2012, C was a more popular language than Java. Um, Java For good been... reason. What? For good reason. Why? Java sucks. <laughs> turns out, Java, it sucks. So, Who would um, ever use that terrible language? Well, I don't honestly know. Um, how is um, Objective-C doing? Uh, uh, Apple's language. Do you know what's actually trending? No, it has gotten to like slot sixteen. What did you tell me? Math Lab. What? I can't believe that was like, Ma- Math Lab is sixteen. Yeah. Bloody crap! Uh, so, have you ever used Math Lab at all? I lied. It's seventeen. But same thing. Uh, yeah. So they show how, um, like, you look at the table on the site. How look how many? Yeah, you left it. Hey, look at that. Seventeen. You see how many up arrows it's getting? Well, Bash has more. Well, yeah, but oh well. Well, uh, so MATLAB isn't a very nice language. I mean, it's useful, but it's very odd. It reminds me a lot of my um, action scripts days. Like, there are rules that you should follow, but you don't have to. So, you, you, do you know how to, so everything prints to the screen? You know how that is? Mm-hmm. So, in order to make something not print to the screen, you know what you do? What? You put a semicolon at the end. Now, in every other language... Wait, 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 that's a statement. In every other language, that would end a statement. But in MATLAB... To make something not display to the screen, you put a semicolon at the end. Do you know how to display something to the screen? Semicolon in front of it? No, you just put one line with whatever you want displayed to the screen with no semicolon at the end. Well, so it's it's a very odd language. I mean, it's only used for for like you know doing stuff in MATLAB, so it's not like it's a big deal, but it's weird. Hey, speaking of crap, uh, look up past uh, visualbasic.net. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. I thought you were going to the next story, but okay. You know, it's the new year. Yeah, you want to talk about this for a second. Yeah, so even second. though this is lightning, it's kind of gotten extended, bolted. Yeah, like, I know how it is. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like a, I don't know, Visual Basic's kind of useful for, not, for people coding apps. Mm-hmm. PHP's pretty popular still. C-sharp is going down, which is great. Do you know what C-sharp is? Yeah. What? C-sharp. No, I know, but what is it? Some Microsoft crap. It is a Microsoft clone of Java. Yeah, uh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, Perl is still 9. Um, I'm glad JavaScript is still at 4. Python's still hanging at 8. And JavaScript is only at 10. Wow. Well, how do they compile this? How did they, how... See, we talked about this last year because we talked about this last year. And um, it, compi- it does a bunch of things. It looks on. Like it, does it like look on GitHub? There's a spider that 
looks how many times the language was referenced online, like just in blog posts and everything you else. Know, and then there's also something they also factor in like there's some massive equation. like if they were just looking at GitHub, no, they're also looking at job applications and right. other things. So they it, it accounts for a lot of different things: right. public popularity, jobs, and what actually right. actually made it in that year. Well, but the, so the thing is, if they look just at GitHub, which is where all hipster projects are, they wouldn't find so many C things. They wouldn't find so many Perl C++ things. things. We wouldn't see so much Perl, no. You'd see Ruby, PHP, Python. You might see some .NET, maybe. Um, and you'd see some other extraordinarily odd does, things. Does GitHub offer this service? Oh, yeah. You can, you can um, put any code you want on GitHub. No, um, no, no, no. Do they, do they break down what languages things are? Oh, yeah, sure, they do, yes. I, I need to look this up right now. I'm curious. This is longer here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to not be logged in in order to see it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh crap. You've logged in on this site before. Just sign out. How do I do that, man? Is it like a trust? got to click your picture or something? No, if I logged you in further. That is impressive. Hey, you got three people following you. Really? Yeah, you're part of the Nexus organization. Oh, Sam made me do this, and I... I you just Sam made me do it, but of course, you know what? Where is Sam to be found? <laughs> Not here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll move uh, on. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. Yeah, okay. So, so have you ever been to North Korea? Because you saw it in a picture once. Well, uh, if you haven't been, you know who you should go with? You should go with Eric Schmidt. Really? Is he going there? Yeah, he's going to get mugged. I heard. Yeah. Wow. Well, actually, what he's going for is he's asking for North Korea to open up their internet and trade to be, um, you know, like a part of the public internet. And so they have internet in Korea. Um, just no computers. Just no computers. Um, but, of course, nobody can use it because, you know, the government doesn't want them to. So it's a much even more closed down than China, which we'll get to in a little bit. So... How many people have tried this in the past, and for how many years, and yeah. how many people are representing the whole bloody country when they do it, not just you know, Google? You know, in, in some way, in some ways, I'm pretty sure Clinton did it a couple of times. Um, uh, like this seems kind of weird. Bush and Obama didn't try. Uh, other other representatives from other countries probably tried. The UN has obviously tried for years, mm-hmm. but I think Google was kind of a different story. Mm-hmm. Like Google could wipe North Korea off the map. Why not? Indexing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So good luck to you, Eric Schmidt. If uh, you get out alive, let me know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So an update to USB 3 specs uh, will be coming out mid-year with um, some speed boosts that are projected to be about uh, 10 gigabits per second. Woohoo! Which uh, that's pretty fast. Yeah, it is pretty fast. Do you know how fast it is? Pretty fast. So uh, allegedly, uh, USB 3 regular just gets five megabits, uh, five gigabits uh, up and down. But uh, the, the this 10 gigabit speed is an up and down mix of what you would normally call Thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. So it'll match the Thunderbolt speed, which is great. But there's one catch. Oh. There's one catch. USB 3 is going to require revised hardware. Oh, so you mean we'll never get it. So, no, no, no. When, when you have to revise the hardware and other things, when you just go on to USB 4... Right. Because whenever you do hardware changes, you can't have multiple versions of USB 3, I Right. See, it turns out it's backwards compatible, but it doesn't really matter. Because we could just make 4 backwards, backwards compatible. compatible. Yeah, see, 3. Like, just like 3 is backwards compatible, 2, right. 1. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm thinking there might be more to the story about why why they're doing it that way. Um, like USB three is so early. Like you can you can buy USB flash drives, but it's not like 
you can just go to Amazon, click the first one you find, and it'll be USB 3 yet. Like, it hasn't reached saturation at all. USB 2 is still in saturation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't find a mixer with USB 3. Mm, that's true. You can't find one with USB 2, I thought. No, you, you like, can find... almost all USB 1. You I can thought. find a bunch of mixers with USB 2, actually. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they USB just came 2. out, like, last year? No, no, they're just really expensive. You know, like, $1,700. Okay. Yeah. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. Speaking of not bad things, though, Microsoft is reporting they've sold 60 million copies of Windows 8 so far, which I can tell you comes out to about 800,000 copies a day. So Windows 8 doing not terrible, but not great either. So to put it into perspective, uh, I think in the same time frame, um, Vista actually sold about the same. So yeah, that's not, not something to win against. Because it's just more of a market now. Yeah. No, I think there, I think there's less of a market now for a new operating system. But just more market vocal people. And yeah, but who's looking for a new OS? Uh, no. Wait a minute. Do you know what I did this week? No, you sell Windows 8. Let's yeah, I did install Windows 8. I, completely I did too, actually. Oh, wow. And you made me look again! <laughs> I've won. Yeah, it's up in the corner like, crap, what is coming out of it? See, I don't even know where that's coming from. Stop haunting me. I don't know. Yeah, so Windows 8. Good luck, Microsoft. Good luck, Oracle. Okay, so it turns out Java has an epic vulnerability. Um, so much so that Apple has blocked Java 7. And uh, it has been... Um, crap. Present? Yes, since oh. October 2012. And it's very active in the world right now. Yeah, so apparently this exploit does some insane stuff. So let me, let me tell you a little bit about this. It, yeah, it's, hold on. Well, I'll just talk. Yeah, you can talk like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what happens there. So here's what happens. It turns out that what you do is you have a, 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 a like a, an applet, essentially, in a browser, kind of, and then you use something called the Reflection API, which would invoke a security check, and the security check can be faked in some strange way, and then you can totally just execute any code you want. Huh. So, kind of cool. you know, that's kind of a problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Java, everyone. So this uh, affects anyone with Java 7 in general. So if you have Java 6, no problem. You're good. Okay. Um, but uh, if you have any version of Java 7 below update 10. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's an update 11 or anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. So have you heard of Google? I have heard of them. So do you know what Google is doing in China? Nope. Well, Google is no longer going to notify you if you trigger a search term that would be, you know, prohibited by the Chinese government. So if you, uh, you know, search for freedom, liberation, or journey, uh, you won't find any of those terms. I mean, you'll find them, maybe, but you'll, you won't be notified that you might not. So it's kind of funny, journey. The same week that they give up on China, they send a representative to North Korea. Yeah, but even know, harder. Place. You know, I think that that is true, but I don't think this is a sign of giving up. I think this is a sign of telling people that, well, if you're if you have a problem with your government deal. falsifying your results, you need to deal with it. We're not going to tell you that they're doing this anymore. And furthermore, I don't think Eric Schmidt actually like listens to anyone but himself. He just does whatever he wants. Yeah, it's sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Microsoft reports that 1.4 million Xbox units were sold in December of 2012, continuing its 24-month streak of being the best console seller. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Well, in the same light, 
a report from IDC, which apparently stands for International Data Corporation, ridiculous, mm -hmm. says that the PS3 has finally surpassed the total sales of the Xbox just last month in 2012, December. My story sounds more official because I read it. Well, but I think it's funny that when I read these two stories uh, a few days ago, they were right next to each other, and they said the opposite things. Like, the Xbox is the best. The PS3 is the best. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, the plot thickens because in December of 2012, the Wii U becomes the most sold uh, console selling in at uh, 2 million units this uh, December. I think those worldwide. Those, those results are false. Just because I tried to make something up sounding even more ridiculous doesn't mean I did. No, I'm pretty sure that's what it means. Well, either way, um, the Wii U is selling well. In fact, it's uh, beating the original Wii sales, but uh, it's uh, still quite far behind the PlayStation and the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, man, yes. It's beating itself. It's previous bar, which is something AMD can't do. <laughs> AMD, what's that? Well, you know Microsoft? You've met them once or twice. Oh, yeah, them well, they're twice. planning to annihilate... Live Messenger or MSN Messenger, depending on which generation you're from. What product is that? Uh, Live Messenger, MSN Messenger, ch chat product. From how old are they? I think I remember that. Like it was uh, years XP. And, yeah. Like it was always it had, on. It had, yeah. Uh, I didn't know they made that still. They do. It's it's a download. It's part of Live Essentials. Uh, well, you can download it up until, or you can download download and use it up until March fifteenth. At which point it will be destroyed completely. So please stop using it and get a real service like GTalk or you know like this thing called Skype that the same company that Microsoft is owns. It's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Amazon Prime has now entered Canada. Canada. You can now ship products to most major cities in Canada with Prime two-day shipping, but no Prime movies yet. You know, you were telling me, I think, earlier today about your fishing trip to Canada. And you were at the, yeah. the dirt road town, and I'm assuming they can't ship there in two days. And what, what are they going to ship to? Right. Mr. Bear? He's in hibernation half the year. No, I thought it was nine months-ish. But Cover baby. Well, whatever. Takes the same time. Do you hate Chrome? Yes! Yes, I do! Well, I think you should try Firefox 18. Oh, wait, let me ask. Do you hate Firefox? <laughs> yeah. Well, you should try Firefox 18 specifically if you have a Mac, because it boasts right into display support now. Only a year, essentially. Okay, fine. Six months later. I mean, that's ridiculous. Mm. Six months later, and everybody knew it was going to happen. I mean, seriously. Well, you can get your Reddit display Firefox, but you can also get Ion Monkey, not Iron Monkey. Ion Monkey. That's right, folks. Ion. 25% uh, faster JavaScript. Yeah. 25. That's uh, an improvement. That's insane. That's pretty good. Yeah. Of course, I'm sure it'll still have like a memory profile of absurd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know how... What was it, like a, a year or two years ago? Um, there was one iPad on the... There was the iPad and the iPad 2. Yeah. And then today, there's the iPad 4 all of a sudden. Like, just... Like yeah, a few it just months, came out, like, in November. Like, two more, like, iPad 3, followed like, by, like, a month later, the iPad 4. Well, no, it was iPad 3 in April and the iPad 4 in late October. They're rolling out pretty quick. Yeah, I think so. But uh, there's, there's some rumors um, saying that in the... Well, March, March, I think that's a real thing. The iPad and iPad Mini will be uh, revised. Yes, and do you know what those things are going to feature? 50% um, reduced everything and more retina displays on the Mini? Yeah, basically, so the big iPad will be lighter and thinner and even better, and the smaller one will be lighter and better and thinner, but also with a retina display. Yeah. 
So uh, I wanted to point out, though, that it, while it seems odd to release products so quickly after, you know, the number four just came out and the, you know, only first generation iPad mini, it, it doesn't seem like that's an absurd thing if maybe what they do is, like, it, it's clear why they did the iPad 4, right? Mm-hmm. So, because they always keep the last gen around when the new lineup is out, right? Mm-hmm. So, they needed to make the iPad 4 so they could have uh, new connectors going forward on the second tier. Um, and so when the next iPad comes out, which would be iPad 5, um, it would be, you know, the same same new connector and it would have slightly better processor, graphics, whatever, and whatever other crap they put into it. But I think the main selling point will be that it's lighter. Because the iPad 4 is kind of heavy. Um, and the iPad mini w- will go down in price, oddly, um, somehow, mm-hmm. from 300 to 250 or something. For the crappy one that's out now, and the real one will maintain its retina display and uh, 329 selling point. That's pretty cool. I think they've I think they've planned this so well. Yeah, but isn't it funny how they're already on the iPad five? I know and it seems the so weird. Five just came out after a million years of being out. You know, it, it's also weird too that it's in March because I think that and almost it, I don't know if it's too early, but I if I just got an iPad for Christmas, I'd feel yeah. You know, I know I thought that too. I feel alienated and angry. Yeah, I don't know if I should feel angry at whoever gave it to me or Apple. Yeah. Hmm. You'd like the person who gave it to you. I, I don't know, would I? Oh, yeah. What if I didn't like iPads? Well, see, I got mixed feelings towards that bloodless company. I thought you were going to say bloke, but okay. Well, the bloke running that bloodless company. I hear he's quite fond of triangles. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of Apple, Apple is now requiring all apps to go through review again if they want to change their screenshots. Hmm. So if you have an app that's, you know, um, for instance, a game and you want to change your screenshot, it used to be that you just change them in iTunes Connect. But now you have to resubmit your entire app for review in order to uh, ensure that you're not falsifying your screenshots. Uh, so it's an important thing to do. Yeah, I guess people were exploiting it. Yeah, they people were exploiting it. I I, I never fell for it, but, you know, yeah, somebody you else might. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that uh, Redbox uh, streaming? Yeah, yeah we talked about that a yeah. few weeks ago. I, mean, I heard it was out now, but we know no, it got suddenly pulled or something. Yeah, it was suddenly pulled after totally just being out, and then well, yeah. well, uh, here's a report saying uh, Verizon will push it out into beta again sometime in March. Yeah, so there must have been a big problem, or not? Maybe just Verizon's weird. Uh, we all know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, uh, we talked about this on um, a certain show we did, and. Um, you know, this this one terabyte flash drive is pretty impressive. Now, oh, wow. yeah, it, yeah. it's from Kingston, and it's just a flash drive that you can plug into any computer. It's a USB 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have a price, but um, we do know the price of their 512 version of the one terabyte flash drive. Nah, I don't know what you did there, but I don't <laughs> think it adds up. <laughs> but yeah, I did see they had a 512 version. Now. The, the 512 version costs $1,750. It's a quite a bucket load so of cash. So if you assume that the terabyte hard uh, flash drive is double plus some extra headroom, mm-hmm. uh, you're probably coming up to $4,000. So please enjoy. Wait, what did I say? Uh, yes, you just say 2000 No, no, no. Double. Well, what's the half? You said it was a thousand. Five twelve is one thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, I just heard a thousand and cut it off. <laughs> see, I like that. Ceiling, floor. Yeah, floor to the nearest thousand. Yeah, to the nearest thousand. Always going down. Okay. Okay, that's that's a lot. Yeah. So it's going to be here by Q one. 
which I hear will be sometime in April or May. Well, if I'll smuggle the documents across the border, I'll totally do that. One terabyte document? Yeah. Okay. Shove it on my rear, like, ha, I got a document across. Not that I've never... See, do you see? I, I do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so do you want a cheaper SSD? I would love a cheaper yeah. SSD. So uh, Crucial has um, released their specs for the new um, next-gen M500 series um, SSD. Um, it's a 980-gigabyte um, SSD, and it's only $600. Yeah, if it was only $60, I'd buy it right now. You know, I could really go for a new solid-state drive, not for myself, but actually one for my, my uh, TV computer, one for my server, and then the third one for me um, for OS X on this computer. So that's only $1,000. Rounding down again. That again. I think you mean 2000 this time. But think about it. It's only $0.63 cents a gigabyte. That's a pretty good for us. That is pretty good. Now, I hope, I hope this pricing can trickle down into um, you know more friendly sizes, you know, like 100, 200, 300. See, um, on, my core oper- like on all my hard drives, whenever I have an operating system, but I, I've never saturated 350. Like, oh, I always buy a 350. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like, for, I figure, like, for, a blue Scorpio. For, for Windows, no. Yeah. You, you, nobody installs that much crap, and nobody keeps an installed Windows around that long. Yeah. 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 Let's see how much, of, what, what do you want to bet I'm using right now? I have a 256 gig drive. Well, you have a lot of audio files. That's, keep... not a, that's not on Windows. No. Uh, that's how you also kept a copy. Nope, don't. No, it's only, there's only one copy. Go ahead, guess. 100 gigs. Using or not used? Used. <laughs> Well, it says I have 154 free from 238, so there you go. So I'm using. I don't do ceilings. I mean floors. Yeah, yeah. Um, blood? But oh. uh, uh, 83. 83? So yeah. that's close to 100. Yeah. Oh, by the way, 17 of that? Guild Wars? Yeah, it turns out. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, finally, Lego Mindstorm. I think this came out at CES, right? I heard so. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know much about it, but apparently the new ones, I'm pretty sure they're robots of some sort, yeah. uh, they will be running Linux, and you can only pay $350 for a basic kit. I assume that's what that means. Yeah. And if you'd like to be ripped off, either for the Legos or for the kit, well, please get in line. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I've always hated the Mindstorm things. How come? I, I'm not familiar with them, so I don't know. Tell me. They're pretty crappy. And they're really, really, really overpriced. Um, yeah, I like, you can know, tell, 350 But you don't get anything in their basic kit. You get the Mindstorm and a couple of power, a couple of motors and some other things. You go to X-Man, well, I guess it's a lot harder to set up. I mean, this is just, this is easy as just clicking Legos together. Well, and of course, not everybody has an X-Man near them. Ah, man, people. I mean, I can't believe how they live these days. Wait. <laughs> and you're telling people they go to X-Man. Well, X-Man is a beautiful store. It's a fantastic place. I agree, but, I mean, you know, not everybody has that, and not many people would go there. By the way, I really like the shopping basket you made me buy. You like that? That was good. I'm glad I, I'm glad I so, helped. So, X-Men used to have um, buckets um, that you take around in the store, like kind of like a shopping They totally might have. I no, just didn't I, I, I looked there. Oh. I could not find it. Okay. Plus, I had to go back there again, and I couldn't find anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so... You have to buy the baskets now. Like, you know how many stores sell, like, for a quarter, you get the cart out of the yeah, machine? Yeah, I hate that. Well, now, you just buy the cart. It's fine. It's fine. I love it. Yeah, it's useful. Well, it was a nice tray. It was. I, I don't know what was in it, and it makes me question it, because it was all stained and, like, medical. Wash it. You know how hard that is. For you, yes. Like, I'll bleach it. I'll, I'll spray the bleach stuff on it and let it dry out. Like, you know, just go squirt, 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 and I'll come back three days later and use it. And it'll be stained white. 
Well, it was pink. I don't like pink. Okay, then. Good, then. Well, Troy color equals pink. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Dr. Oh, oh, no. You need to be doing the plug. No, we haven't got to do our sponsor. Plug sounds more real. Well, I know. Do you have a sponsor? Yes. Ooh. Axman. Oh. If you live in the Twin Cities, or if you live in um, Canton, or if you live in St. Louis Park, or Fairmont, or something, I don't know, go to your local Axman. There are four retail locations in a retail circle across. You, you know, you open it up to you know actually display. The oh, map. you yeah. think I did that? Yeah, I thought you were going to do like fact check. How about the one that says maps? St. Paul, Fridley, St. Louis Park, and Connecticut. No, Crystal. I can't read that. Okay, Crystal. Oh, it's by some Final Fantasy bookstore. Interesting. Yeah, four locations, great store. Buy your parts from them because it's cheaper. And it's more fun to uh, go on Google and look up all the documentation for they all the They need a new website. Can I make the new website? You can make it. I like, they already have a logo for you to steal. That's I know. a good logo. Yeah, I, I like the logo. It's res. But man, they... Well, no, it isn't. Oh, there's nothing in there. Oh my gosh, they're using there's frames. No! Yeah, right, you're dead now. Well. So I plugged the sponsor. No, no, no. See, the sponsor is the sponsor and the plugs are plugs. Well, they, they paid us quite a bit of stuff to work. I think we paid them, in other words, but okay, whatever. Well, I, I condone their practices and services. Well, anyway, how about if I plug some stuff? You could do a better job than I did. What are you going to plug? I'm plugging that. Wow, look at how many stupid apps updated. Wow, I've never seen it that full. I know. See, I never use this. I don't, I don't know. You know See, I don't ever update anything. Well, it's like crap. Emails. Hmm. Well, anyway, so my app of the week. Now we were playing Dungeons and Dragons with Sam the other. You know the Sam who's in Japan. Japan. The Sam in Japan. The Sam in Japan. <laughs> wow, that's so sad. Well, anyway, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, but also known as Dragons and Dungeons and and uh, yeah, problem and. Uh, we, we we enjoyed playing, but I don't like rolling dice, so I um, found a dice rolling app. And cool. it's, it, what is it called? Does anybody actually know? What are you doing over there? Why? Why not? I, I don't understand. <laughs> Just set it as your back. Okay, good. Well, um... The, the app I'm using is called Prime Dice. Now, there is a free version, but I just paid the 99 cents to get the full version. But I'll tell you why you shouldn't do that in a moment. You like the backgrounds, do you? And I'll tell you why in a moment. So, the, the premise of the app is that you have a bunch of dice on the screen. Uh, you can add as many dice as you like, although on small screens, such as the next seven, uh, and when you have the dice size set to huge, you can't actually have that many dice on the screen unless they don't actually roll. Um... But some cool stuff about it, you can have pretty much any any number of, you know, sided dice. So they have coins, they have triangle dice, they have six-sided dice, they have, you know, your standard 8, 10, uh, 12, uh, your uh, base 10, uh, they have your, uh, I don't know, what is that, 20? They have a north, south, and west die, which is kind of cool. And then they have a custom die that you can make on uh, any pattern you would like. So there's a lot of cool features. And you can also uh, change the skin of any die you make uh, or select. Um, and it's pretty simple. So there's two, two functions. You can shake to roll or you can double tap to roll. You can also uh, just tap one dice individually to roll it individually. Mm, um, 
uh, a great feature, especially for Dungeons uh, Dragons and Dungeons and, is that sometimes you need to roll for your attack, and sometimes you need to roll for like if you hit or not, right? I don't know. Your attack roll and your damage roll. Right. Okay. So attack roll and the damage roll. Well, so sometimes those involve different dice, as one might imagine. Yeah, because you had your D8s and your D6s. Right. So um, one of the cool things you can do is you can have different tables. That's what they call it in the app. And so each table can be saved separately. So you can have your D8s in one table and your D6s in another t- on another table. Because mm-hmm. you, you being a wizard, you had so many different options. Right. Like Sam, just he was always D10s. And he always rolled a 1. Yeah, he's yeah. really good at rolling ones. Yeah, I'm really bad at rolling anything that makes him win. So, it's a great app. Um, and no, no other cool features um, include having a listing of what, like a textual list of what app, uh, what dice rolls there were. And it maintains a consistent history so you can see if somebody totally was lying about what they rolled uh, three turns ago. That's uh, kind of cool. And it'll also auto-sum and just other statistical stuff for you. It'd be terrible for DM. Because I lie all the time about my dice rolls. See, 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 I think it would be great for a DM, because then they can stop the cheating from going on. That's why you buy the robot, by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, um, here's a problem, though. So the free version had this beautiful felt table um, background. Um, and it was really nice. You know, like the pool table, but pool table felt? You've played mm-hmm. pool, right? Oh, yeah. Or should I say billiards? Do you prefer that? Oh, I prefer billiards. Okay. Well, uh, it had a skin, uh, not a skin, but it had a background that was perfect for it, and I really enjoyed it. Well, the sound you're hearing is me rolling dice on purpose. Um, and basically, I liked it. I liked the app. It worked really well. I enjoyed it. I thought it would be totally worth, you know, 99 cents to buy. Assuming it was the same app. I found that. Very nice. Put it in the show notes. Do it. Um, so, um, the problem is, uh, the free app was free, and the 99 cents, that was 99 cents, the di- there was one difference. There was only one difference in the entire app. Yeah. Um, and, do you know what that is? The background. The background that I loved, the only one that it had built in that I liked, wasn't there in the paid app. Now, you do get more than just the little lack of the background in the paid app. You don't get ads in the paid app. The the ads only appear on the bottom when you're in the um, uh, dice rolling screen. If you if you're in the set dice or in the uh, stats screen, you don't get ads. But it is kind of annoying to see ads flashing on and off on your dice uh, platform. So yeah, that's that's Prime Dice Pro on uh, ninety nine cents on the Google Play Store. Uh, totally should look into that if you're playing D anD D or Eclipse or any dice based game. That sounds like a great deal. Yeah. Good stuff. This is a good site. I should post a link to it. Yeah. So, do you have anything to plug? Maybe that website you're on? No, absolutely not. I would not be promoting other stores. Besides Actman. I mean, that's that's the only thing I would, I would do, technically speaking. I mean, this is troll responses to everything. I love it. It's humorous. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Troll. Ink. Er. Gin. Dip. Blah. Now, stop there. Stop there. Everything sounds there. So, do you want to do some uh, main topics, maybe? Let's talk about main topics. Want to talk about some strikes? Um, yeah, why don't we do that first, and you can go into your full-scale rant. I'm going into my full-scale rant. Right. So, um, you know six strikes, right? Yes. I, I, I didn't actually think it was being implemented, but it sounds So, so last year, late last year, 
it was decided that it would, it, it did pass, and it decided that it totally would be implemented, but just like Redbox, at the last minute, like two days before it was set to go on, set to go live, set to be implemented across the world, and by world I mean United States of America, they pulled it back for a few weeks until the new year. Mm-hmm. So it's the new year, here we are, and um, basically Verizon um, has uh, their plan for implementing the six stakes rule, and basically the six stakes rule states that well, you know, if... Like the first two, you get a, like, the hey, idea, big week, you did this. The idea is that you have some leeway in case you accidentally or intentionally are pirating things. And if you are caught pirating, you can appeal for $35. So here, let, let's walk through some of these, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the point of the show. Yeah, we're So the first things that happen are just basic alerts. So there's two of them. So... They're, they're generally delivered by a phone call and an email. So now, how does this work? So let's say the owner of your Verizon account. So let's say I'm the, I have a Verizon account. I have Fios. I'm living, I'm living in Pittsburgh. I have Fios. And let's say I get an email stating that, hey, big week, on your network, there was totally some, maybe probably some malicious, totally illegal file downloading. Uh-huh. So what if my kids did it? How will they ever know this happened? Or what if I never checked my Verizon email and I use Gmail, our own, the only real email service? How will I ever know? Or if you're like a coffee shop, like Incos, they have oh, crap. they have like a home business, like yeah, because they're a tiny place. You right. get like ten people in at the store at max, right? And so that's like the kind of settings I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? So that's kind of weird. So. Um, the the email and the voicemail will tell you that you should totally read about how piracy hurts the world and damages the economy and what you can do to avoid pirating and where to find legal sources of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you continue to pirate things, you will get onto what is known as the acknowledgement phase. Acknowledgement. Yeah. So basically what happens is your browser will be re- redirected without your consent to a special page explaining um, what's going on and a button for you to click on, acknowledging that you've read the stuff above the button that there has been pirating on your network. Mm -hmm. So once you do that, what happens? Well, it happens twice. And so um, basically... um, This is the part I love. So that 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 acknowledgement face, there's two two. It happens twice. So you can do you can acknowledge that you received the alerts twice. So then, cool stuff happens. If you continue after your third and fourth alert and notice that you had to have confirmed that you saw, um, what happens is that you'll get another redirect without your consent. I might add. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're logging into your bank and you totally get redirected to a Verizon website. Mm-hmm. Um, you get redirected to uh, a thing where you get several options. The options are you can agree to an immediate, temporary, it's like three days or something, uh, reduction in speed, and I believe the speed is 256K, mm-hmm. um, and, and they apparently claim that 256 is just slightly faster than that level. Yeah. And it's like, really? Mm-hmm. Um, or you can agree to al- the alternative, which is a temporary stay on the redu- speed re- reduction for 14 days, and, and, and after that it'll go into effect. Which is this like like when you do that, your Windows your Doom That's clock comes on like postpone two weeks postpone two weeks postpone two weeks. But it's it's not a postponement of the two, two to three days. It's a postponement of like the those two to three days. So after that fourteen day period, oh the dice. I'll 
that's funny. Um, so once that that those that time is up, you just it just happens. There's not like another 14 days thing, but uh, it well, happens twice. So if you go through this 14 day thing and then your three days reduce speeds, and then you do it again. Well, you know, there's like, you know, 30 days, which is called a month. And then, you know, by then you've totally forgotten any of this happened. Mm -hmm. So then we go along here to the next step, which is not labeled seven because this is a six strikes rule. So what happens at this point is that Verizon is totally free to send an email to the MPPA or the, I don't know, the music people. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, music. Them. Um, they'll, they'll tell them what your IP address is. And so then the, the uh, anti-piracy organizations can totally just sue you into oblivion. Yeah. Which is actually better than what I thought. Yeah. Because like, a lot of people get sued by them without... Then they, when they can sue the ISP provider first, it's kind of nice. Well, I, I think it's... I'm sure they're not moderating that tightly. Which one? The, uh, your ISP provider. Well, honestly, I don't think so. I think what happens is that somebody... Like, somebody, like, finds... To report you. Yeah, somebody watches popular torrents and then says, hmm, you know, Verizon, you have this guy on 2.5.11.2, uh, and he's doing something bad. I want to look at him. Mm-hmm. He's got way too much anime. Maybe. That's but totally just, legal. Yeah, it is. It's a great loophole. Yeah, isn't it? But when I first read this, you know what I thought? No. Well, the guys who were paid to come up with these three, these six strikes came up with three and then just doubled it. Yeah, actually, that is true. Yeah, you're right. And it, there's totally a seventh step, and that is not included in the six. Well, the seventh step automatically happens after the sixth point. I don't care. Still seven. Seven's off. Like, they don't even kick you off your internet. You get to keep using your internet, even if you get past the six. And only if the MPPA or whoever they are decide to sue you does it actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, so, if you read the comments, and so, despite what we talked about here, if you are bored, and I know you are, you should definitely read the comments here. Um, Torture so, normally generates some good comments. And so these are great comments. So, basically, apparently, it's really easy to spoof this from happening. So you can just, like, walk into a coffee shop and totally take down a business, and, um... There's, there's apparently a lot of ways to to avoid this from happening. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if so, I'm to get, so, to get out of trouble. So here's here's something that says from the article: Notify you that one or more copyright owners have reported they believe your account has been involved in possible copyright infringement activity. Provide a link to check to see if file sharing software is operating on your computer and how to remove them. So then this person would send this type of email to their ISP. Dear ISP, following your instructions, turns up no sign of any violent sharing software on this computer. Therefore, it appears that copyright owners are incorrect about copyright infringement on this account. On the other hand, it could be that an unauthorized pirate is using my Wi-Fi from another occasion, which the courts have ruled is not my responsibility. Please advise the copyright holders to do their homework before causing any more trouble in this matter. Thanks. That's brilliant, by the way. I know. And so it is true. They did decide that... Copyright infringement is not linked to a singular IP address. Mm-hmm. So imagine you're in a school district called SPPS and somebody does a torrent in their backpack walking around all day. That was hilarious! Not saying that it happened, maybe. I know, that was hilarious. <laughs> I like how you're the honest one here. Well, I was a genius for coming up with that system. Like, yeah. when I was in. Okay, that didn't happen. Right! By the way, did I, t- did I show you my um, trash can antenna? No, but I, I'll hear about it later. Okay, it's it's very cool. Um, 
So let's say that happens. Well, like what? Verizon's totally just going to block out the entire SUVS district? No, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, they wouldn't buy their internet. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, you, you can't win here. Uh, I don't think ISPs should be involved in this. This is stupid. I'm thinking it's kind of funny. It protects the users a lot. Because my friend was getting a lot of emails from um, Universal Studios because he was downloading a bunch of crap. But he had Comcast, so right. you get notified. Well, you know, Comcast doesn't... I wonder how bad Comcast is these days. Comcast always got a bad rap for having caps. But they don't have caps anymore. So it's almost reasonable now to have Comcast. Except for the well, Comcast part. Yeah, my dad said that he would um, stop getting our current internet, would upgrade in March. Okay. Because that's when our contract ends, right. but I want to you know, end with it a single day. Like, I just, I you know, it needs to end. Um, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, want to talk about something interesting? Um, yes. You're going to take over here. I'm done talking mostly. Yeah. This is this is my turn. Rant. Please do. So, on your beloved Ars Technica site, um, they wrote an article about uh, CES. So there's um, a new um, rifle from this, um, what was it, Auto Aim, or Tactical Aim, it's a, it's a track point. Um, it's a company in Texas, um, and they develop um, like assisted targeting computers, like um, fancy stuff for military and other people. Right, but, things you wouldn't be able to afford. Yes, but they this released a new rifle, and for only $17,000, you can get a um, 308 rifle that has a scope on it that helps you pick the point to shoot. So if you had a deer, it would show you the most strategic place to shoot the deer without damaging meat and doing other things. And then it would like say, all right, shift that way. Like, so move it's, your it's, cursor. So it, it's telling you how to shoot better to hit whatever you're trying to shoot. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds good in theory. So I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of cool. And then it gets better. That scope is a Wi-Fi generator. And if you had an iPad with you, you could see what the, the your spotter could see what you're looking at. And then when you miss, you'd be like, ha, you're an idiot, I watched you just did. Um, but so I think this would be great, because the only people who would be able to afford this gun would be, um, like, you know, resorts. Time, or big-time hunters, you know, that kind of thing. Right. No, not big-time hunters. Big-time hunters would already know how to shoot a gun. But there's lots of resorts. Well, I guess so. Where, like, there's like, lots of people who don't want to fish go to resorts and say, right. hey, we're hiring you as a guy. Yeah. And so a guide, this would be the perfect app for them, because they charge people, like, $10,000 for coming up to their land for a day. And, like, you charge, like, get five people up there, and you've already broken even. Because um, there's other expenses. I think your expenses. rates are a little bit too high, but yeah, okay. This is prime hunting land. There's totally rabbits here. <laughs> I'd love to see what a 308 would do to a rabbit. Uh, either way, yeah. um, but this would be great for, like, guides and other people. Um, but not really practical for anybody else. Right. And so, um, this is this is kind of like something funny. And Not at all people, practical for the military, either? No. Why would they? Well, I don't know. It's stupid. Um, but it does run Linux, the scope, which is kind of funny. That's why Ars Technica was reporting it. Um, is it? Pretty much. Why so, shouldn't you put Linux on? Your guns. I think so. Or toilets. I don't know. Which well, one's worse? Well, you know, at least it's not running Windows. Yeah, that's true. Can you imagine the venture interface for that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty bad. Yeah. You know, I love like Google Glasses that did that. Like, you know how this you would know, look in the corner and see I'm, that? I'm not impressed with Glass. So. Yeah, I am. We'll talk about it another day. But on the CNN opinion section... How about CNET? How about CNN? Oh, so you told me CNET earlier. Uh, Does that say CNN? I I think it does. But you told me. I'm just telling you what you told me. Irrelevant. Uh, No, you totally said it was CNET. I I, I don't know about CNET. What is CNET? Another joke. Okay. 
Either way, this opinion section, these guys want people to build smart guns. So when you point it at um, another person, it won't let you shoot. Or if you point at a child, or if it goes and has a GPS monitor, when it goes onto a school area, it blocks itself from being able to shoot. Wait, so you're telling me that my gun has a chip in it and it decides when it should shoot people? Only if you buy the addition that's seventeen thousand dollars. Wait, so you're saying that my like you know two hundred dollar gun costs another seventeen thousand dollars? Yeah. So it's a, it's a bunch of stupid and bunch of crap. So and plus you can just you know remove it. Wait, or you know like you know. Is this going to stop anybody? I just heard that there's this huge Java vulnerability, and um you know like what if somebody hacks the gun and makes it that and... says only shoot people? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. Hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea. That's a terrible idea. So who's making this? Like, who, who, who's asking for this? Some stupid blokes who posted on the opinion section. I mean, it's not anything, but it's generated a bunch of comments, and a bunch of people are just talking about it. So what are, the, what are some of the comments raised? Some of the comments raised are like, you know, this would really help. This could prevent tragedies. This could actually be useful. This could. This is what this is what people want to push for. Like, things similar to this. But I don't think but it's, 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 it's not feasible. It, Like, Like, wouldn't there always be cheaper guns just without it? Yep. And it's just a terrible idea. So, like, let's say I walk into Fleet Farm, for example. Mm -hmm. Don't think they'd be selling this. No, no, no. No one would sell that. Right. Um, Plus pawn shops and other places sell guns. And and you know, like, when you order your, uh, what, 1915 Bulgarian uh, rifle, Mm -hmm. is what it's prone to do, uh, they certainly won't have it. Yeah. Well, right now, if you're looking for a good gun, you get the most in the gun, the 1891. I forgot what year it was. Yeah. Made and designed in 1891, and they did not have scopes like that, or they didn't even have the Linux kernel back then. <laughs> you know, I think, so, I, you know, I took this history of science class, mm-hmm. and we, we didn't spend very much time on modern stuff, so in the sense that between, after, you know, 1900, modern, mm-hmm. we didn't spend much time on that. We, we did spend time, but not much. But I, 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 in my feedback for the class, I asked the professor, essentially, for a class to what I classify as the start of the modern era, which is when the Unix kernel was made. So, so time since Epoch? Yeah, time since Epoch. So that, that's perfect. So that's what I want that class to be, essentially. So um, uh, uh, the, the class was a, I, I want a class of survey of stuff since Epoch, and I think that would be a great class. I can just imagine, like, the textbook just being the Epoch date for that year, like, January 1st, so that would be, like, the 2013 edition. Yeah, maybe it would go a little bit before Epoch, because... Somebody has to build it. Right, somebody had to build it. So, maybe since Bell Labs was made, and then in 69, when Epoch started, essentially. So, 65 and up? Ah, 60 and up. 60 and up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, everything that's important happens then. Well, we might as well include the 50s, then. A lot of transistors and stuff. Yeah, I suppose. So semiconductors. So whatever are... directly influenced Bell Labs to make the Unix kernel. Yeah. And, um, oh, what was that crap face guy? Oh, um, but I, th- I think that I kind of class would be great. Yeah. Include the 40s, too. You know, I wonder if we just include everything up from the ENIAC. Okay. You can do that. Yeah. Whatever you want. The point is, I just think this is a terrible idea. Well, I agree. Uh, um, I don't think that could ever be feasible. Yeah, but I do think that scope is kind of gimmicky and cool. It's cool, but it's also not feasible. No, it works. The scope works. It is really good. It, well, um, let me rephrase. Not affordable. Well, it depends on if you're like a tourist agency and stuff. Or, you know, a millionaire. Yeah. Oh, well, millionaires well, have better guns. Well, oh, did you hear about what Mr. T did or something? Who? Mr. T. Don't know who that is. What's breaking into the room? 
my knife. Um, either way, you don't know who he is. You don't know who Mr. T is. I don't know. You're like, fuck it. What? What's on anyway? He bought some AKs in his backyard. Well, yeah. It's cool. Apparently his neighbors were in earshot range when he was going 20 automatic. I'm sure they enjoyed that. Yeah. Either way. Um, so, yeah. Where can we find you on the internet? Well, you know, you know where you can find me on the internet. Do you know? Where? Would you like to know? Should I tell you? It should be everywhere. Well, you know, I am everywhere on the internet, but especially on the Twitter, which is at RyanMR on the Twitter.com. But also on the blog that I write at all the time now, since, you know, I'm off for like a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every day there's like a bunch of crap that's just there, magically. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually cached properly so that when I publish something new, whatever was old goes away and comes back later. So it's, it actually works. And you can find this blog at blog.ryanmapperset.com. That's pretty good. How about you? Where can we find you? You can find me at uh, MatthewBetchel.com or you can find me on my Twitter, uh, Matt underscore Petchel. How is your blog? It's great. What, which PHP is it running? Uh, three. Three, really? About 3.7. Why does it seem so low? It works. Huh, 3.7. You know, I don't think PHP even can do anything with 3.7. It doesn't use PHP. PHP 4 has been obsolete from WordPress for years. I think you need PHP 5. I mean, one of the ones who stopped supporting it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, you know, this was a great show. We should do shows more often. We should do them every Friday. Yeah, every Friday. Every Friday. At what time? About 7. I was going to say 6.30, but about 7 is right. (laughs) Yeah. Either way. Have a good one. Have a good one. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I just thought I should let you know uh, some stuff about this episode. Well, we started this episode approximately 6.30, as one is to do, here in the studio. And, well, you know, we uh, record fringes and shows and then a fringe again, just in sequence. So we just put it in place markers and then we just go. It cuts down on editing time and it gives us fringes, so it's a great thing. But, um, at the cost of that, we don't listen to our audio while we're recording it, as we maybe did in the old days. So, if something strange happens to the mixer or the computer or a intervening cable, well, it turns out that we have no clue until, well, we're done for the night. So, that's what happened this episode. Somehow, between the special, the CES special, and this episode of At The Nexus, somehow... Some cable, mixer, or computer exploded simultaneously in such a particular way that, well, we sound like we're in a room far, far away. Well, uh, upon investigation, and of course you're listening to this right now and it actually sounds normal and, you know, correct. Well, uh, I think what happened is a certain cat bumped a certain cable and perhaps my computer believed that the cable was no longer plugged in, so it's it, it's audacity upon hearing from Windows that a cable was no longer plugged in, switched to its backup, which wouldn't be there normally, so it would normally stop immediately because there would be no recording source, and it switched to its backup, which, because uh, if you recall from the CES special in the fringe, uh, Vic Gondotra was doing his hangout, and so Ian would requested that I plug in a webcam. Now, I had not thought of this initially, because normally this has never happened, uh, and apparently the webcam is what we were, um, I don't know, spewing audio into and then being recorded from. So apparently, 
Um, there's something called Microsoft Sound Mapper. And I don't really know much about this. I'll have to do some research on this. But apparently, Sound Mapper was what we should have been using. And upon being unplugged or jiggled in such a particular way by a very certain cat, well, um, I guess it just fell back to the, uh, next best source, which would have been the webcam speaker microphone deal. And because, you know, it's kind of far away from both of us, um, it just happened like that. Now, um, when you listen to the fringe for this episode, please note that in the first, oh, I don't know, 15 seconds, we are at pristine, normal levels and normal quality. And then midway through a sentence that Matt was saying, we suddenly switch to abysmal quality. My explanation for this does not include how that managed to happen. That is a mystery to me still. But it I think it suffices to say that it happened while the audio isn't great. It's certainly good enough for being at CES this year. So, uh yeah, um, I hope you didn't hurt your ears too badly on that. Um I'll fix it and make sure it doesn't happen again. So, once again, have a good one, and thanks for listening.